Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. It is the third hour of the In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Can you imagine, can you imagine the people uh, that many do, by the way. I think more than listen live on the radio, many people like to podcast our show, which you can do yourself going to iTunes or we are even on the Spotify we're all over the place, and there's many shows that you can find, but this one is pretty easy to dictate. Just search In This League. You'll see the Fantasy Sports Edition, and you can subscribe and take us and not miss a minute of the action. But can you imagine the person that sits down and is like, all right, ITL time, three hours. <laughs> yeah, sure. You I, can? I can imagine that people, those people, sure. Yeah. They, they exist because we get live tweets or in the ITL army, we've got a secret, we've got a uh, secret showroom, which also uh, curtails as the radio room and people will comment on the show, like as it's playing and stuff. And I'm like, man, that is dedication. These are them, the good peoples that are doing that because like I, I got, I got an hour in me for a podcast, but three, <laughs> we, we better bring it. And oh, we're all sitting over here trashing Aquaman and, you know, talking about Aaron Jones. Is that good enough? <laughs> do we do good? I, th- I thought I thought that was a pretty strong conversation. So I, yeah. I think we're doing fine. Okay. Well, Aaron Jones, let's continue with it. Bogman put out a poll. Let's just review it because I think I thought this was hilarious. So Bogman put out the poll earlier. Uh, if Aaron Jones finishes the season strong, what round should he be taken in for 2019? Uh, it's I mean, it's still early. I mean, there's a little bit of time as you guys are listening, obviously, or if you're listening live. But we're in the uh, the triple digits in the hundreds of votes now. And it's pretty much the fourth round has stayed exactly the same. But interestingly enough, Bogman, as I'm looking at it right now, round two and three are in a dead heat. Round Round two two, fight. Round two is 38 percent to 40 percent round three. Yeah, I I think uh, I think people know the value of running backs and running backs are tough to come by and they get hurt. They're the most banged up position. You know, we lost Cook and Fournette for a big chunk of the year this season. Mark Ingram was suspended. So uh, I think I I think he's probably going to be a second rounder. Well, well, if he finishes strong, he's definitely going to be a second rounder. He might be a second rounder right now. Well, look at this. Richard Ledesma commented under. Easily a second round RB2 with RB1 upside. 
That's like a Bachman statement right there. Let's go, Rich. Our guy, Scott Guthrie, Guthrie Online, says, I'd love him on the wheel to start the third. He says, honestly, that'd be the best spot for him. Hashtag so much fun. Hashtag NWO, which is new Welsh order. You would, Guthrie. I mean, just echoing exactly what I said. So we have uh, sentiments for literally both of our statements. That's right. Yeah. And I think it's going to be. Aaron Jones is going to be a fun player to own next year for sure. I think he's going to be uh, a lot of conversation too because there's nothing we love more than – I don't want to call it the unknown, but it's it's like the uh, max potential. Like someone that hasn't maxed out their potential, that's the guy we lose our mind about. And we get like, we got to take this guy like super high. We got to – like Aaron Jones, he personifies that. Except to me, if he's a super high in second round, then it's like – Boy, does he have a lot to live up to. Right. I think he's going to be like Dalvin Cook was this season. You know, Dalvin Cook at first Hurt. was kind of low, you know, like low second round. He was kind of with Joe Mixon. And then uh, moving forward, as we got closer to draft time, he started to move up and up and up. So, you know, in one of the leagues, the check out this running back stable I have in the uh, Michael Rappaport League. I pulled off a trade. My running backs are Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and Joe Mixon now. I like that. <laughs> I know. I like that. I just traded for uh, Mixon. I picked up Andrew Luck off the wire earlier in the season. I made a trade earlier to get T.Y. Hilton. So I have T.Y. Hilton and Emmanuel Sanders. And then I have Gronk, who never plays in his garbage. But <laughs> So I have ben, my, my weakest have, you link. You're backing him up with that god, Jonu Smith? I, no, I have to have Ben Watson, unfortunately. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, sadly. I actually just picked up Ben Watson in a spot. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. I think it was a 16-man league, and I'm like, I need a tight end. Oh, wow. Really? Ben Watson 16? there? Snap. Huh. Let's take. Yeah, let's this take. is a 10-man league, and I was like, best I could do is Ben Watson. <laughs> That's all that I can do. So uh, if you guys want to vote, go to Bogman Sports on the Twitter handle. You guys can check that out, read the results. You can comment there. It uh, It's good conversation. And hell, if it continues going, you might even carry it a little bit over into the Monday edition of the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will be breaking down and reacting to everything that happened in Week 11. But we're not there. We're looking to Week 11, and we're going to talk about that right now. Let's talk about the overs, the unders, what we like in the games, who we like, and how did we do last week? Did we tell uh, last it up? week we're actually okay? You and I flip spots. I was six and seven against the spread. You were six and seven on over unders. I was eight and five on over unders. You were eight and five against the spread. Eight and five against the getting spread. better. I mean, as the season goes on, we should know these teams a little bit better, right? So I guess so figure out who was who and all that stuff. So the the logic here is like. Week 13, you can start betting on our on our bets. It's taking us 13 weeks to get there, but then you can start betting. Yeah, betting. It's, it's getting better. I'm usually good at this. This has been a bad year for me. I remember. So. I remember way back in the day, Bogman, I felt like this was like his understudy year of wanting to be a professional gambler because what you, you remember, you had this notepad and you made all your notes every single day and you wrote down what your bets would be with your money and then you would track it and it, like you weren't actually I did that betting sent sports bit yeah you did send sports sent sports yeah 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 they're still around are they yeah okay. they're, I, I still get emails from them i'm like, I don't. okay yeah i still do but, uh, maybe you should do it bogman but it was one of those things okay. where like you were doing that but i felt like you were just preparing for your eventual jump into like 
major well, I also gambling. Had no money. So I was like, if I had money, would I gamble it on this? And how would I do? And I was okay. But football, like that's the problem. Like the one year I did it, I made a bunch of money in football and then I got, you know, the itch was still there and football was over. So I started bet- betting basketball and basketball is a lot harder because every single day you got to know when guys are coming off back to backs, uh, you know, when they're going to play at altitude in Denver, there's just so much more. Uh, that I wasn't prepared for in basketball. So I lost all my football money playing basketball. So I remember I did in one of the few gambling I could actually do because it's a, a whole thing out here. I had like a 14 parlay. I hit all three and it was oh. set to the final game. And oh man, who is that really weird name Phoenix Suns player? I want to say it wasn't Darko Chabar. It was Darko Chabar. No, Chabarkaba. Nate Skitsfeely. No, Chabarkaba. Okay. Remember him? Dark. Yeah. What didn't the Pistons take him first overall in a draft? No, that's Darko Milicic. You're right. Yeah. A dar- this is like Chabarkaba. Darko Chabarkaba. It sounds like uh, a foreign chocolate. I <laughs> it does like like a 85 percent coca and like you know 15 percent you know something else mix or whatever. No, this is Chabarkaba. I don't remember Zarko. his first Zarko Chabarkaba. That's what it was. Zarko Chabarkaba. Shot with one second left. He just threw up a shot and got fouled and hit both free throws and it tied that. So I still got paid, but it took away the four team aspect of the parlay and it only paid me out three and, and I was mad forever. I put him up on, on Google and it said uh, people also search for Alexander Pal- Pavlovich. Vladimir Rodmanovich, you remember Vladimir Rodmanovich? No. Darko Milicic and Danny Ainge. <laughs> okay, why is Danny Ainge in there? Uh, he must have drafted him. I don't know. That's was weird. he the GM in the Suns when he was drafted? Mm, I think he was with the Suns. In Maybe some capacity. With, did he? Get, did Zarko get drafted by the Suns? Yeah, Zar- Zarko was a son. Well, I know he was a son, but did he get drafted? Yeah, yeah it said uh, 2003, 17th overall, first round pick, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that but all me. the pictures are him with the Warriors. Well, yeah, I mean, it's because he sucked. And he played for the Suns from 2003 to 2005 and 2005, 2006. He played with the Warriors and then he played with the Budenost. I don't know. I can't say this word. Oh, who Pod, knows? Pod Gorica. Who knows where he is now, if he even exists in the world. So uh, I, I miss it all. And I do uh, I do miss the days of Bogman charting all of his uh, gambling stuff. One day, I don't. <laughs> one day out here, Arizona will uh, pull through. But. For now, we're going to try to pull through for you. Let's get into the games. Let's start with first up here uh, on the early games for Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys. The 4-5 and five Dallas Cowboys travel to the 4-5 and five Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are a 3.5-point favorite with a 50 over under. Ezekiel Elliott is a 170 yards away from a 1,000 receiving yard season. He's got four rushing touchdowns. Julio Jones has already eclipsed 1,000 receiving yards, and we're going into week 11, which is pretty awesome. 67 catches on the year. And if you if you think about all those arbitrary markers, Matt Ryan has also eclipsed 3,000 passing yards with 21 touchdowns going into week 11. So there is the potential for high-powered offense from Atlanta, but as I was kind of talking, like I like Dax in this Mac matchup because Atlanta's going to give up some points as well. I know they do get Deion Jones back, but I think this is a good, it's an amazing spot for Ezekiel Elliott. But I think Dak could also uh, find some run here and, and run into a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, 
Atlanta, Atlanta's kind of bipolar. They're kind of turning into that, you know, Redskins type of team because they go and they they beat up Washington 38 to 14. No one expected because they had hadn't been on a great streak. I mean, they beat Tampa Bay and the Giants. So that's top, Tampa Bay and the Giants. Before that, they lost to, uh, you know, New Orleans, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh all in a row. And, and so, OK, you think, all right, that's three wins in a row. Uh, against a couple bad two wins in a row against a bad team, then they beat a good team. Now they're going at Cleveland, who just fired their head coach. Doesn't look very good, and they should smoke Cleveland. And they get smoked by Cleveland, twenty-eight to sixteen. So I don't really know what to expect from this Atlanta side. Dallas, you can kind of say the same thing because they lost to Tennessee, but then they beat Philly in the last couple weeks. They stomped Jacksonville 40 to seven. They lost to the Redskins. They uh, beat Detroit, lost to Houston. They beat the Giants, lost to the Seahawks. So they've gone win loss, win loss, win loss um, all year long, except for their they lost to Washington and they lost to Tennessee. So I don't know what to expect here, but I think if I have to pick one of these teams. I'm going to take Dallas, even on the road, uh, at the Robots Butthole in Atlanta. And uh, <laughs> have you seen what is it called? At, go the Robots Butthole. No, what is? Oh, sorry, I'm, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to type you, that in my search. Well, engine. don't type that in. Just Google Atlanta Falcon Stadium and see how it opens. Atlanta Football Stadium. I can't remember what the name of it is. Mercedes Benz Stadium. That's it. Mercedes Benz. So let's see. Take a look at the roof. Images? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you get it now, it. right? I see it. <laughs> I, I mean, I see it for sure. I think there's other things you could go with. It looks like origami. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, that tells us, like, I'm the dad. I'm like, oh, it looks like origami. And you're like, that looks like a robot's butt. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, the more you right, look at origami. it. Right, origami. Sure. Whatever yeah. you say. Okay. Um, so you took the Cowboys? I'm gonna take the Cowboys and I'll go with the over in this one. Okay, I am gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Atlanta. I'm think Atlanta can pull this through. I think this will be a high powered game, and I think if Atlanta wins, it's going to be at the um, at the ability to score like a lot of points, like in the 30s. And I think Cowboys are gonna be right there. So I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take Atlanta three and a half. Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, they're. Jumping on all cylinders they're here. Players, I, right? I, yeah, they're players. I'm worried about um worried about Elliot though. Like I'm worried Elliot could like make this game get out of hand and I don't you know. You don't sound very convinced. You're taking I don't. Atlanta. You, you if you're not convinced, why wouldn't you take the points? Yeah, well I'm, But that's what I did. Like I'm not convinced that Atlanta is gonna stomp Dallas or win, so I'll take the points. So even if Atlanta still wins and it's by, you know, three points, I win this bet. Yeah, that's a good point. Um I think this I'm gonna stick with Atlanta just for our fun purposes, but I think the smart play is probably Cowboys and but that, we could both agree the over. Okay, yeah, we both agree the over. Yeah. You just Everything you said led to picking the Cowboys, and then you picked Atlanta. I think you did it because I picked the Cowboys. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah? Probably. I don't know. I don't like that game. Go away. Uh, Panthers at the Lions. The 6-3 and three Panthers at the 3-6 and six Lions. Carolina is a 4.5-point road favorite. Over-under, 49.5. Your boy Christian McCaffrey, 579 rushing yards on the year. What is his total like? What does he have on receiving? He's got to be at about a thousand total yards, right? 
Uh, yeah, probably. Let me look him up while you're uh, talking. I'm just curious about that. Kenny Galladay, uh, he is in the 600 marker for yards. He's a great breakout campaign. Matthew Stafford, 16 on the year, of course. We've got no Marvin Jones. I think that plays a huge role in this. Maybe we'll see more of the heir apparent in Powell. Just but over 1,000. So 579 okay. rushing yards, 439 receiving yards, and eight touchdowns, four through the air, four on the ground. Okay, so what do you think about this game? This has got your love child, Christian McCaffrey, in it. Um, but uh, you seem to also kind of be like a carry on Johnson in play here. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, this spread is still 50. So I think there is going to be some scoring going on in this game. Uh, but I think Carolina got embarrassed on Thursday night football last week. And Thomas Davis, you know, talked to Tomlin after the game and said, hey, way to humble us. And I think they're going to come out focused. They had the extra time to prep for this game. Uh, Detroit, like you mentioned before, the Welsh, they're still kind of reeling from trading Tate, and now Marvin Jones is hurt. So for me, this is an easy Carolina win. Uh, I think they win this one walking away. It's just the the over-under is tough for me to pick out, but I think I'm going to go over on this one too. Carolina and the over. I don't feel great about the over, but I do feel great about Carolina. I am uh, Detroit to win 17. Yeah, it does. I'm going to go with Carolina as well, but I think I'm going to take the over on this one. I think I said I said the over. Oh, did you say the over? I thought you said the under. Yeah, I'm going to go with you then. I'm going to go exactly with what you said, because, you know, I like DJ Moore in this game. I think Carolina is going to have to put up the points. The Lions are going to inherently do it. Both defenses might be a little bit in question here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, we, I think I mean, Carolina just gave up 52 points. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think they're going to come back with a shutout. You know, they should be improved, but they can give up some points. Well, we not a volume and not against a volume team like the Detroit Lions. So, all right, there you go. Those are two teams here. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to go through the rest of the quote early games and into the late games. We'll also tell you the teams that are on by that you won't be playing with. So don't go anywhere. More Bogman and Welsh on In This League coming up. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. What is this? It's in this league. What? How can we be expected to teach Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? In this league. Has to be at least three times bigger than this. Welcome back. It is in this league on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You hear that brand new rejoin? That is courtesy of our dear friend. The producer is back. He's He's back. He is not. But Uh, Chris Pavona felt so bad because we continuously kept talking about him and that he wouldn't speak to us anymore. And I had to shame him uh, live on Sunday when he was, you know, because he's a host now. He's a little too big to be hanging out with guys like us. He's a host on the afternoon. 
afternoon. I'm a host. Gigs. I can't be talking guys. You can catch him with uh, the other crew on the afternoon, the late afternoon games over on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on Sundays. And uh, he's been so busy with all that. He's had no time for us. But what did we get in our email this week? We got a brand new ITL rejoin because uh, Chris and I are the ones that put them together. And he put uh, a Zoolander one, which you just heard, <laughs> which I loved. It has to be at least three times bigger than this. What is this? A school for ants? <laughs> it's great. It was. I mean, Pomona knows us. He knows us. Yeah, yeah, he gets it. He just, he's the same age, right? Isn't yeah. he? He's a little bit younger than us, right? Yeah, he just doesn't want to be around us, but he gets us. Ah, he doesn't have the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, who would? Really, who would want it? <laughs> None of our friends, quote, <laughs> <laughs> pseudo friends or anything like that. Uh, Can you imagine what we're going to be like when we get older? Yeah, well, I can't imagine getting older. So what are you going to be like when you get older? I mean, <laughs> at the rate I'm consuming fast food, it ain't going to be older is the next day, friend. Well, That's all I got. I think for, we're racing to the same finish line, me drinking and you eating. So <laughs> one of us will get there first. But if, if we were to be these just old curmudgeon, just, I feel like we'd be the guy sitting on we'd the bench. We'd be like those those Fs in the Muppets. So those <laughs> old exactly angry right. Fs. Yeah. That's exactly dude, that's exactly what we would be like. We need a line of like Bogman and Welsh Muppets. No, we don't. We do. We do not. Absolutely People not. People are like, hey, look where my hand is. We're like, all right, stop it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get back to it. We are looking at the uh, week 11 games here on In This League. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go to InThisLeague.com for more of all the fun stuff. But let's go over to Indianapolis where the 5-4 and four Tennessee Titans are visiting the Indianapolis Colts who are 4-5, and 2-2 two and two at home. And the Colts are a one-and-a-half point favorite. That is practically a pick em here for the road team. Over-under is 50. Fetty. Corey Davis, uh, 576 yards on the year. Andrew Luck, 26 touchdowns, uh, 2,400 yards passing. Marlon Mack, your leading rusher across the board. Deion Lewis has made a good run through, but we are coming off of a Derrick Henry multi-score game. So I think there's a lot. And I mean, also Eric Ebron, who says, I'm good with a limited role because all he does is score touchdowns. So, I mean, there's a lot to (laughs) digest here. So uh, what do you pick out of this game? Well, I think you uh, the big thing that you pull from this game is you have the sixth highest scoring offense for the Colts, 28.9 games per game they score, versus the number one scoring defense against points, 16.8 is what the Titans uh, allow. And the Titans, I, I don't know, like I feel easy about the under on this game, right? What did you say it is? What's the over-under? It is 50. 50, okay, because it moved up a point from yesterday. So it's 50. And it's the Colts by a point and a half, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So I just see some of these games where, you know, the offense has gotten much better for Tennessee, but, you know, they won 34 to 10 against New England, but they held New England to 10 points. Uh, they held Dallas to 14 points. Uh, they lost to the Chargers, but the Chargers only scored 20 points. Uh, so their losses have been like they lost 13-12 to Buffalo, 21-zip to Baltimore. And it seems like the healthier Mariota is, the better this team is getting. I, I, I've i got to take Tennessee in this game. I'll take the points easily, and I'm going to go with the under. I think this is a – I've said this a couple weeks in a row now. I think that the Tennessee Titans make you play 
in the muck with them. They slow you down. They beat you up. And that's what they do. That's what they did to Tom Brady. I think if they can do it to Tom Brady, they can definitely do it to Andrew Luck. Um, you know, Andrew Luck has been great this season. That offensive line looks really good. They're much better than the Patriots offensive line. So maybe that will play in the Colts favor. But I think that I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans and go with the under on this one. And I, it's not too much of a hard decision for me either. Yeah, I mean, you're a big Titans guy this year for sure. You've been- I, I, I'm really not. Like, mm-hmm. the offense looks so bad early this year. It's just what I've seen the last couple of weeks looks really good. They might be just hitting their stride right now. Yeah, they might. I just, I think I even, didn't I say this on the Black Book? Like, I don't know how to approach the Tennessee Titans. I yeah. just don't know because I think there are unless you're starting John o. Smith, he'll score a touchdown. <laughs> if I do pick, you know what? I didn't pick John o. Smith this week, so get oh, him out of your lineups. So he's worthless. Get him out of your lineups. Get um, him out of there. No, but like I just don't know how to approach them because their running game is inconsistent. Their passing game is relatively inconsistent. Corey Davis is just starting to be a guy. They've right, lost right because their- Mariota's starting to be a guy, and I feel like don't you feel like Deion Lewis is now the dude there? I mean, Derrick Henry's getting like no snaps yeah Dan Lewis has been the dude for a little while like I think you and I have agreed like but now he's effective because Mariota is effective like now that Mariota can throw the ball down the field to Corey Davis which is what pissed everybody off the entire season you know season up until the last couple weeks uh you know Dion Lewis has been playing very well off of that yeah, and the offense has found its stride. So I, I don't blame anything that you're that you're saying here. I also think the Colts have been moving there. You know, this is Joe's Super Bowl pick, the Indianapolis Colts, it's the best it's, team it's in the NFL. Not. It's not, yeah. but you know, but like Andrew Luck has been really, really good this year. Twenty six touchdowns. You know, T. Y. Hilton out there does his thing. It's amazing what they've done really with without like the le- the probably with like the least talent they've had at the wide receiver position outside of TY Hilton in a long time but Chester Rogers you know if he needs it he gets it done but it's been Ebron it's been TY Hilton it's been the trio of running backs i think Jordan Wilkins had a big uh, rush last week I like the Colts. I like what they're doing. I think a loss takes them out of this. I think this is a really, really important game. And I think this is a close one. I'm with you on the under, but I'm going to take the Colts here, which, again, this is practically a pick at one and a half. Um, I don't know if my how, if my, com- my confidence level isn't your confidence level on it, but I'm going to stick with it. Colts and the under. Yeah, the under is easy, and I think the Titans um, is fairly easy for me too. But I like I get what you're saying. They need to win this game. This is almost a must win for the Colts. So maybe they put a little more emphasis on it and come away with. It. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts won, but I just think that the the way that the Titans have looked the last two weeks, I can't pick against them. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess I, I don't blame you at all. So, all right, uh, let's go to the New York Giants, two and seven Giants, <laughs> three and six Bucks. Why watch it? Well, because there's some score, uh, points that are going to be scored here. The Giants are a one and a half point home favorite. The over under is 53 and a half. Saquon Barkley Jesus. has cooled down. I know. Saquon Barkley has cooled down. Odell Beckham has not. There's quarterback questions all across this game. How are you approaching this one? Man, uh, 53 and a half. It moved up a point and a half from yesterday. So, uh, and you said it's the Giants by a point and a half? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I get everything right since this is moving all over the place. Uh, there's going to be a ton of points scored. These defenses are bad. So, um, but as bad as these defenses are, Eli just looks like he can't do anything. And you want the revenge. You love revenge, revenge angles, right? I Walsh? do. I do. 
How about Jason Pierre-Paul going back to the Giants? Ooh, but he said, I'm coming for you, Eli. <laughs> so we'll see if he can get his one and a half hands across that line uh, to get at Eli. So, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Oh, what? That's mean. I didn't make him play with fireworks. That's mean. He's well, missing digits. Yeah. He's <laughs> got more digits on his jersey than his hand. Oh. <laughs> that's mean. Uh, that's funny stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is going to be – dude, I think the Bucks win this game. I think they, they win it straight up. Really? Even traveling on the road. Uh, the over-under is tougher for me because the over so high. Uh, but with both these defenses being so bad – I think you got to go with the over. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay. They put up a bunch of yards last week. Couldn't get the ball in the end zone. I think that changes this week. Cutter gave uh, play calling back to his OC. <laughs> what a mess. Okay. What a so, mess. Why don't you give it to Jameis Winston, the backup quarterback? Let's just try yeah, that Yeah, whatever. Week. Just let Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick Dude, he's is smarter going to than be everybody. a guy. Yeah. He's going to be a guy that goes from being a quarterback to being an offensive coordinator immediately. I don't think he even needs to be a position coach. So just let that dude call his own plays, which is probably exactly what they're doing. No but, doubt. But I, I'm going to go with Fitz Magic. Uh, just this Giants team looks pathetic. So Tampa Bay and the over. You and I are going to have an interesting week because I am going to go with the Giants and the over. I feel like we're picking across the board here. I'm uh, I don't know what's wrong with me with we the Giants. Picked, uh, the over unders all the same so far. Oh, we have but to the, the over. But the yeah. only game that we've matched is Carolina and so. the lot. But yeah, the, the 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 spreads are just all over the board here. I, I just like I know the Giants are went for at home. And I know there's just a lot of stuff that's going on with Eli across the board. I just I continuously look look at the talent that this offense has. I can't get over. You see, it. Jerry Rice said that Eli is not a Hall of Famer. Did he really? He did. He yeah. went all in, huh? I mean, uh, you know, there's not too many people's opinion I respect, uh, but I mean, Jerry Rice is the ultimate Hall of Famer. Dude, so I was kinda, about to say, if you kind of have to respect his his opinion on this, but I I do think Eli's a Hall of Famer. He has so many close. yards, and he won two Super Bowls, and he beat the the best dynasty you've ever seen twice in the Super Bowl. I think I think that puts him in the Hall of Fame. I don't I don't think you can. I mean, you have to count the good with the bad. You know, the bad with the good. I mean, so he's been terrible these last couple of years, but he's clearly playing. You know what the problem long. with Eli is? Eli is like Grandpa in the hospital. Like, you know, where they're just like, don't go see grandpa in the hospital. You want to remember him when he was normal. Like, that's what Eli is like. Like, this is grandpa in the hospital right now with like a month left to live. Like, you don't want this to be your lasting memory of him. And grandpa Manning, this is not good. This is what is changing all of our perspective is the now. And it it is unfortunate. But um, I don't know. I think this is a game where I think this if there's a game where the Giants can write some stuff, it's at home. It's a Against the Buccaneers with all of that offensive talent. And the Bucks defense is so bad, those talented weapons are going to roll. So at the end of the day, it's going to be who is going to make more mistakes. And that's You're why. You're going to take the Eli team to make fewer mistakes. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with your Hall of Famer, Bogman. <laughs> okay. All I right. mean, uh, like he's a Hall of Famer, uh, but I don't know that he is at this point. All so. right. Uh, the six and three, surprisingly, six and three Washington Redskins. They are hosting the six and three Houston Texans. The Texans are a three point road favorite over under only forty two and a half. 
Uh, Adrian Peterson has had a great year, 672 rushing yards with four touchdowns. We'll see how that goes up against Houston. DeAndre Hopkins is 106 yards from eclipsing 1,000 on the year. He does have seven touchdowns. And Deshaun Watson, even though there was so much turmoil and criticism put his way early on in the season, he's up right around 2,400 passing yards with 17 touchdowns into Week 11. So he's got a great shot at overpassing 4,000 passing yards or at least getting close to it on the year, which, you know, from a a numerical you know marker that's solid that's going to make him and be a very comfortable spot for people going into 2019 as one of those like top eight quarterbacks man i don't know what to think of this game uh doesn't it feel like neither one of these teams should be six and three at washington shouldn't <laughs> i don't get it i don't get washington don't understand it why if washington and tennessee were playing i'm just done I don't even listen to anything I could say. I wouldn't be able to guess anything right. Um, okay, so th- this is uh, this is going to be my logic, and it's probably wrong, but Houston has won five straight games. They had a bye to prep for this week. I know they're going on the road. I think that's why they're favored by three points. So I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to go with the over in this one. Uh, we saw them against Miami uh, take advantage of mistakes and look really good, and uh, then they you know they barely beat Denver. Uh, that that game was on the road though. They, they knew had, they had the buy coming up, so I, I think this this is going to be a, a fairly good game, or it's going to be a horrific game. There, I don't think this is going to be like a ah, team won by a touchdown. I think it's either going to be a last possession game or a wow, Houston beat the drums off of Washington. I think it's going to be one of those games. So I'm going to take Houston. I'm going to go with that, beat the drums off of Washington. I'm going to go with the over in this one. Yeah, I like that. banged up on offense all over the place. And I, I'm going to just agree with you across the board, everything you said. I, I'm going to go with Houston and the over as well. I I, uh, I think you just said it all perfectly. It's got the makings of a very watchable game or a very, very quick uh, channel changer, for sure. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Your game the Pittsburgh Steelers, the what are they? Six two and one. Is that yeah, that's right. right. Six mm-hmm. two and one. Um, we didn't even go through the bye. By the way, after this game, we'll tell you, we'll tell you if you haven't guessed it. Who the team's cares? on the bye at this point. I know you'll you'll figure it out. Who's not on there? The six two and one Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to the three and six Jacksonville Jaguars. Pittsburgh is favored by five. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. We have got a 3,000-yard uh, season on the cusp here for Ben Roethlisberger. He's about 122 yards away. James Conner, almost 800 rushing yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, your yards leader, 767. The offensive weapons are incredible, but Leonard Fournette is back, and Bogman sweats. Keeps him up at night with what Leonard Fournette can do against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've already listened to my podcast. It's already in the bank. Don't even have to go to bed. I... Saturday night. I mean, we talked about this, Bogman. I already said if Bogman listened to that podcast, the terrible podcast, which they fired, there's bad juju on it because the one guy (laughs) fired the other guy that didn't care and all this stuff is going on. There's bad juju on that podcast. I guarantee you because you listen to it, the Steelers are going to lose now painful listen on occasion but it's great info uh if if they lose though and i'm right that you have now cursed them will you stop listening no but, uh, but why but why i don't understand that they if 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 listening I, to I them like, it has to be two losses in a row because i'm just not going to accept that you said it <laughs> okay so normally you wouldn't listen but because i said it yeah. you're gonna have to get two losses in a row that's right yeah well some, to, sometimes people have, have to, to have confirm. hard lessons bud yeah, so, dude, <laughs> I didn't mean to do. The bud came out naturally. Only bud, you. I almost lost a hundred dollars just now. 
Uh, oh, my headphones pal. fell off. My uh, headphones fell off because I almost got $100. So, uh-huh. all right, uh, we got about a minute. Talk to me about your Steelers. I'm worried about this game. I, I don't you see, you know, uh, <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Uh, I, I don't see this game. Jacksonville waxed us twice last year. Now, I know they're in a bad spot. This is a different team than last year, but uh, Leonard Fournette hasn't played for the majority of the season for them, and uh, they looked better last week, but they still lost. I, I don't know. I'm going to take Jacksonville against the spread, but I'm going to go over on this over-under because I I think if Pittsburgh wins, I, I think I'm getting one here. If Pittsburgh wins, way over, way over on the score. So uh, Jacksonville and the over. All right. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I hate it. I hate where you've agreed on a couple now. I'm going to take Jacksonville with the points because obviously Bogman has cursed them. But I think there's got to be some points scored here. I think Leonard Fournette could go a little bit wild. You are right. If Pittsburgh's going to win, there's going to have to be some points, even though there's some defense to be had with the Jags. But I'm going to go over, and I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, when we come back, we are going to get the final of the early games, and we're going to get to the late ones, the Sunday night, the Monday. We'll actually tell you who the hell's on bye week. So don't go anywhere. Final segment coming up, Bogman the Wells for In This League. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends is in the... In this league. In the dark. Welcome back. Final segment of In This League. Endless love for our lovable listeners for In This League. And In This Love. That's right. True. I'm going to watch the... Uh, yeah, true. The only one. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch the Adam Sandler... Comedy yes. special soon. Yes, you should watch it tonight. It's oh, good. I've got a, I've got a. Okay, I've got this great okay. tip for everybody. I'm really glad that I thought about this. Yeah. If you have too. Bugman, you have sleeping problems, right? I do all the time. Okay. I have the ultimate fix. I watch Lost for any, but well, does Lost get you to sleep quickly? Not really. I've got the show Nothing that will. Does. I take sleeping pills, so don't even need sleeping pills anymore. I All have right. a guaranteed way for you to fall asleep. The Welsh method. This is the Welsh method within 20 minutes. I guarantee it. I'm going to start an infomercial series about it. Within 20 minutes of putting this Netflix show on, <laughs> you will fall asleep. All you have to do is put on season three of Daredevil. You will instantly oh, okay. get tired and you will fall asleep. Uh, I, let me ask you something. Is the red haired chick at least crying? In this a, a lot always now is foggy a big wuss uh no he's actually he's uh he's sacked up a little bit more in this one oh so man. foggy foggy all he did was cry with the redhead and i was like this guy's a word i can't say on the radio yeah no no foggy uh everything is going foggy's way in this season the redhead like, is always moderate. concerned yeah yeah always crying uh wilson time. fisk is back ah oh, i like but, it but I'm telling like a fat guy, bad guy. That's yeah, he's, I mean, he's one of the best fat guy, bad guys. But I'll tell you, I have I'm on episode three, I think. 
and I've probably had it on for over two and a half weeks. I make about 15 minutes into it and I start to fall asleep and I go, oh, crap. It puts me to sleep every <laughs> single night. I, it's try Ambien it. and then Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, it, it is Netflix version of Ambien. Try it. <laughs> put the show on, like lay in your bed, uh, put some headphones on or whatever you do. Put on Daredevil and tell me you don't fall asleep within a half an hour. <laughs> try it. I, it's a test. You all are it. open to the test. So I'm uh, giving that to you. All right. Let's get back to it. We have the final uh, morning game. Morning, whatever you call it. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, the, oh, my eyes, Bogman. What are they, five and four? Five and yeah, four? Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, the five and four Cincinnati Bengals at the four and five Baltimore Ravens. No Joe Flacco? We don't know. Lamar Jackson could, could get his first start. It's looking that way. Joe Mixon had a health scare, but looks like he is good to go. A.J. Green will be a game-time decision. We're not sure about that. There's so much weirdness in this game of questionable players. There are fantasy implications, and it's why I took Cincinnati's defense here because I don't know what Baltimore is going to have in store for anybody. And frankly, I mean, at the same time, what the hell is Cincinnati going to have in store? I mean, Joe Mixon (laughs) stuff, A.J. Green stuff. This is a weird-ass game. And I will tell you, Bogman, zero information on it. No line, no over-under, nothing. Right. So we can't pick the over-under, obviously, because there is none. But we can pick uh, who we think is going to win. Uh, I'm going to take Baltimore. I think Baltimore beats Cincinnati in this game, uh, especially if Lamar Jackson gets a start. Oh, uh, Jesus. I, uh, well, I'm not like – I look. Especially if the rookie quarterback gets a start. I mean, uh, you just don't understand yet. You you will. You will when Lamar Jackson starts rolling. Uh, It'll be the understand. worst thing that's ever happened to me, by the way. I mean, I don't want it to happen. He's a raven. Dude, if I, Lamar I Jackson is out, good. Dude, I hope he flames out. You're going to be, I mean, you're, it's going to be like what you must have it's to do It's going to be like if me. Christian McCaffrey was good. Oh, he is good. Yeah. It's going to be like if Aaron Jones is good. Oh, he's pretty good. Yeah, well, now I know what it's like to be you a little bit now, listening to me. (laughs) That's pretty annoying. So, uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, of course, it's clearly Baltimore if Lamar Jackson plays. So, you're going to take the AJ Green, Joe Mixon list Bengals on the road. Well, Joe Mixon's going to play. AJ Green might play. Uh, I I don't know. Um, Are are is 50% of those guys any good? I think so. Dude, I mean, Mixon might play at like 80%, but if A.J. Green plays, you're getting a decoy. I do think it'll be I, kind I am of a decoy. fairly certain of that. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with Cincinnati on this one. Is that an upset? Even Because we, we don't have a line, so I don't know if it's an upset. I think it's an upset. It's, uh, a, road it's a road team. It's the I mean, road team with a similar record, Baltimore. It's, it's an upset. Look at, look at Jesse James over here, the road dog Jesse James, mm-hmm. taking the bangles, you know? Look at that. Look at that. That cowardly. Sad, sad, sad escalator is going to happen on the road. <laughs> sad escalator. Does Baltimore have escalators? I'm sure they do. Somewhere they got them. Yeah. They're going to be some sad bangles fans. Wherever on. the pickpockets can go. Um, all right. In the afternoon <laughs> games here, let's go. Oakland out here to the Arizona Cardinals. Oh. I will make sure to not go anywhere on Sunday because I live in the general vicinity of um didn't they just change the naming rights to the stadium it's, yeah i don't we've gone through this like twice i can't remember whatever it is i live near here and just every human being is a waterhead when it comes to going to this game i can't handle it 
So, uh, but Oakland comes in. I hate in. the parking because, it, you know, Glendale, no parking structures. Nope. So it's just dirt lots as far as the, ar- the eye can see. And you got to take a bus back to your car. You literally have to take a bus. It's yeah. the dumbest thing on the planet. Three combined wins uh, with these teams. 15 losses combined with these two teams. Uh, Arizona is favored by five and a half. 41 is the over under. Everyone's garbage, but David Johnson is starting to come through. I think David Johnson is a great, great spot for for him, probably no Jordy Nelson. Doesn't matter. Oakland is an absolute train wreck, and they are mo- they are chugging along to the first overall pick in this year's upcoming NFL draft for sure. I mean, so people have talked about Gruden. Isn't this what you want? If you're Gruden, you want a number one overall pick with a team that is a complete mess when you come in. Right? I think I agree, but you don't want it the year that didn't. Who's the quarterback that's not coming out? Uh, well, Herbert, but uh, you you can get it. There's great players coming out. I mean, uh, Ed Oliver, Nick Bosa, uh, uh, Quinn and Williams from Alabama. Th- there are some really yeah. They good could really players. use a really good edge rusher. <laughs> they, could. They? Yeah. <laughs> they could. They could because they traded away Khalil Mack. So, uh, but they got two first round picks for him. So they and they have three first round picks this season. So they got one for Amari Cooper. They want they're rooting for Dallas to keep losing, losing, losing. So, so this is this is Arizona in the under, right? I mean, I already wrote it in for me and okay. you. Yeah, I mean, so. This is like, if there is an easy one, I don't know what it is. It's Arizona right. and the under, so let's move on. Uh, in the afternoon games, we got only two of them. Only two for your afternoon enjoying pleasure, so uh, get ready for that. We have got, and I think they might both be televised, so we've got the Broncos at the Chargers, 3-6 and six Broncos, 7-2 and two Chargers. The uh, LA Clippers are favored by 7. 46 is the over-under. You kind of know where the guys are at. Melvin Gordon has been awesome. The um, even it, you know, it's so funny. I was just about to say like the Chargers have underperformed. It feels like they've underperformed, but they're seven and two. No, they're really good. It's just Kansas City has overperformed. Kansas City is incredible, dude. They're but like I every time I turn on NFL Network, everyone wants to call the Chargers the best team in the NFL. Uh, really? Yeah, everyone wants to say that the Chargers are the best team. And remember, we were talking about that with Joe on the Black Book, and I said. It, wouldn't the NFL be ashamed if the home field advantage goes to the Chargers in their shoebox stadium that holds uh, 19 people? Yeah, I guess you're right. That's weird. They're not. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're they're very good. I mean, they should beat the, the doors off of the Broncos this week, right? I think this is the Chargers in the over, right? Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's just okay. like... <laughs> I think this is a hard-fought game. I think the Chargers win. It's that that seven line. Like I, I, I kind of want to take Denver in the over on this. I just one. don't think Denver's that good. I think they've played above their head in some games. I just don't think that they're that good. Yeah, I'm going to stick with you though. I'm going to go Chargers in the over. That's what you're going with. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. And look, I think the Chargers is very good. But this is where we get with the Chargers every single season. Everyone calls them the best team in the NFL. Uh, they go and they play whoever in the playoffs, and they get stomped. And, and it's just it happens every single year. So uh, they should be very good. I just hope they can keep Phillip Rivers. I would like to see the Chargers make a run at it one year. You know, go in and beat, uh, you know, beat the Steelers, beat uh, the Patriots. Show that you can do it one year. You know, and then uh, and then everyone will believe in you, but they just can't do it. They they seem to always get there and fold. Can't do it. Can't win with them. Well, the, their best year they had a chance was when uh, you know Philip Rivers tore his ACL 
the week before the AFC Championship still played. They got stomped by New England. But, uh, I mean, they were I, – I feel like if Phillip Rivers hadn't gotten hurt the, the week before, they were winning that game. If Phillip Rivers won a Super Bowl, <laughs> would he be more likely to make the uh, Hall of Fame than Eli Manning? Hmm. Yeah, probably. Is that weird? I don't think it's that weird. I mean, but it sounds weird. I mean, uh, all three of those guys are making the Hall of Fame. I mean, you can say that you don't think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah everybody so, does. It's millennials. Yeah. Everyone gets a participation Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone does. gets a Hall of Fame. I love it when people say, well, it's not the Hall of Very Good either. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not the Hall of Very Good. Yeah, well, it's also not the Hall of Really Good Stats. It's yeah. the Hall of Fame. I, yeah, I'd, so. I'd say it's, yeah, it's the Hall of, like, NFL, like, if you know what I mean. Like, it's right. not, it's well, not, it's not the, the elite. baseball Hall of Fame. You know, it's like, no, no, you're, uh, you need to bring that batting average up two points. So I'm not going to vote for you. You know, it's not that elitist. In the NBA, they're just like, ah, you played 10 years. You're in. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you played overseas. You can come in here. You're fine. <laughs> um, all right. The other game for your afternoon viewing pleasure. This is the game of the week, in my opinion. It is the four and five Eagles at the eight and one. This is not the game of the week in anyone's fans. Why? This is not the because one? the Chiefs play the Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah, Monday night. You're right. Well, the game is Sunday then. Can I change that? Okay, the Sunday game, the game of the day. The sure. game is Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. Uh, the uh, Saints are favored by eight. The over-under is 56 and a half. Alvin Kamara already Jeez. at 11 rushing touchdowns. Michael Thomas 50 yards away from eclipsing 1,000 yards. Drew Brees has been awesome this year. We'll see if Golden Tate can establish himself as um, you know a viable option. I I had major questions about Golden Tate in this offense for the rest of the year, almost in a Jay Ajayi type of acquisition from last year. And then also, uh, speaking of Jay Ajayi being out, they are going to make a concerted effort to make Josh Adams be a little bit more of this offense. So the Eagles, to me, are in a very flux type of a situation. The Saints are rolling on all cylinders. You say that some people are calling the Chargers the best team in the NFL. I think the Saints are vying for that position to be the best team in the NFL. That's this is who a I have. Huge over. This is nothing like the over on Monday, but this is the mm-hmm. next biggest one here. So what do you think? Uh, I'll let you start with this one. What do you oh. think of this game? Now, I've already marked yours in. I think I know what it is, but uh, I'm curious to uh, if I'm right. And I don't want to sway you. Should I just give it to you? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Oh, gross. Um, Crazy. I know. Eagles in the under. Eagles in the under. Okay. What did you think I was going to say? Saints in the under. Oh, okay. That's eight. I think the Eagles are going to keep this close. Don't you? I think they could. I think I would pick the Eagles if they were at home. But this game is in New Orleans. It's in the Dome. I'm going to go with New Orleans in the under. I can get I don't a know, man. touchdown here. Yeah, but I could see this game being 28 to 17. No I mean, I don't care if you take the under. It's a really, really... Fit- yeah, no, well, Philly Philly has a super banged up secondary. So, uh, you know, Drew Brees has been Drew unstoppable Brees. recently. So I think I got to go with New Orleans in this game. And I think I'll take the under. Even if this game is, you know, you know 35 to 10, that's still well under. 35 to 17 is under. Yeah. Is there numbers? So, yeah, they are numbers, and they are under. So I'm going to say that that is going to be one of the scores, something like that, like a 35-17 game. I just don't know if Philly has enough to score and put up. They definitely can't match with New Orleans. New Orleans, I feel like, is going to win this game going away. But uh, I'm going to take the under, too. So you're going to take Philly in the under, 
I'm going to take the Saints in the under. All right. Uh, we've got the Sunday night game. I believe this game was flexed in. Is that right? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. that was flexed in. We have got the Minnesota Vikings, the 5-3-1. and one. Is that right? Am I reading that? I'm so cool. I'm yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Versus the 6-3 and three Chicago Bears, who are favored by 2.5. The over-under is 44.5. There is Adam Thielen questions. There are Stefan Diggs questions about both of their true uh, ability or availability for this game. Dalvin Cook is a full go, though. Uh, Bears are kind of running on all cylinders. You got Khalil Mack. You got Allen Robinson. All the pieces, the necessary pieces are available. So how do you approach that game? Uh, I'm taking Minnesota in the over. You're taking Chicago in the over. What did you say I was taking? Chicago in the over. That I was taking Chicago in the over. Mm-hmm. I know you're taking Chicago. Um, Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because by a field goal. Yeah, I'm going to take Chicago in the over. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota in the over. I think this is a this is going to be such a great game. Um, this might be the game of Sunday. Uh, it could be. I don't know. There, there should be some good ones this week. But um, I, I just think that Chicago has to prove it. I don't I don't think Minnesota has a lot to prove Dalvin Cook. This could be a big Dalvin Cook game, especially if one of those guys misses. If both of them miss, that might change my I might go to Chicago if uh, if both of them miss. I would flip my my pick for Chicago, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think I to be honest, I think both of them are going to play. So um, I, I think Minnesota in the over in this one, you got Chicago in the over. Boom. Last game. Monday Night Football, and as you said, and and correct, this is the game of the week. The freaking nine and one Kansas City Chiefs at the nine and one Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are favored by three Shakira's and a half. Shakira's not invited. Nope, it's uh, not in Mexico City. It's in L.A. The over under sixty three and a half. It's just ridiculous. I, I'm taking the under. I, I'm taking the under too. There's no way. I'm not taking that over. They might score 80 points, but I'm not taking that over. I am taking the Ram. Uh, I'm taking the Rams in the under. So am I. Boom. Todd Gurley is 12 yards away from a 1,000 rushing yard season. 13 rushing touchdowns. He has a touchdown in every single game this season. I don't think that changes here, especially against this defense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you're leading. Uh, Passing yardage guy and touchdowns over 30. Dude, the season he's having, think, I want to think about this for a second. Uh, we talked about this, I think, last week, where I always love to go back and think of like the early, the mid 90s and football cards and how it was like, you know, the 3,000 yard club and whatever. The season he has right here in week through week 10 is like one of the top seasons in the mid 90s. 3,150 passing yards and 31 touchdowns. We are going into week 11, Bogman. I know. Did you see that um, Hines said they would give Patrick Mahomes free ketchup for life because apparently he puts ketchup on everything, steak, macaroni, and cheese. Just he puts ketchup on every single thing if he gets the 57 uh, touchdowns. That's, by the way, garbage. They should give it to that Kermit sounding dude a hundred. They should give it to him now because he's out talking about how he puts ketchup on macaroni and cheese, which yes, oh, that is weird. It's disgusting. It's, I don't I, like ketchup. Uh, I, so like ketchup. ketchup I like ketchup. I like ketchup with potatoes. I'll have ketchup with like you know the. Well, I mean, I have fake t- chicken tenders, but like that type of stuff. Do you really Hot like dogs. ketchup? Or ke- if I ruin ketchup for you, would you be upset with me? Yes, I would. 
Okay, I won't say it. Then. Yeah, I don't know. Can I get out of here? Another. Here's another pull to our secret show. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ITL Army. Find out what Bogman. Come could, listen to me ruin ketchup for the Welsh. Ruin ketchup and couldn't even tell me something so dramatic earlier in the show. So disgusting. It's going to happen on the radio or on the uh, secret show over at Patreon.com slash ITL Army. I can't articulate it well enough. All right. Well, we're out of here, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. If you're in California, stay safe. The fires are crazy. I know it's a crazy time. So stay safe. Have a great weekend. Talk to you guys next week. Peace out. Bruh.